Now our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news, brought to you by American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 90 years. More at ADR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law hosts June Grasso and Greg Store discuss a Supreme Court ruling on whether the city of Miami could sue Wells Fargo and Bank of America for allegedly discriminatory lending practices. They speak to David Gans, director of the Human Rights, Civil Rights, and Citizenship Program at the Constitutional Accountability Center, and Matthew Nelson, a partner at the law firm Warner Norcross and Judd. David, your group is calling this ruling a victory. What did you see in Justice Breyer's opinion that you liked? Well, so I think this is an extremely important ruling that says cities can sue to hold banks accountable for housing discrimination. The court, in line with what it has said in prior cases, said under the Fair Housing Act, there's a very broad group of people who can get into the courthouse door to sue. That includes both those who have been directly injured as well as others like cities. And the court uh, rested its, its holding on the fact that in, I think, four past cases, the court had affirmed a very broad view of who could sue under the Fair Housing Act. And the court said Congress had ratified that. And so based on that reasoning, the city could sue. So this is a, kind of a, a very important affirmation that cities play a crucial role in vindicating the promise of racial equality that the Fair Housing Act protects. Matthew, it wasn't a total win for cities, and it's going back to the lower court. So how do you consider this ruling? Well, I think that the ruling is a win for the civil justice system in that it reaffirms that liability only attaches to the direct consequences of misconduct, which is a principle that our legal system has held to for more than a century. And the idea here is that the alleged discriminatory lending here has to have directly caused injuries to the city of Miami for the city of Miami to recover damages. So although the court has said that the city of Miami can maintain the lawsuit, they've remanded for the lower courts to determine whether or not the city of Miami's injuries are direct. And here, if you imagine that, for example, you have a neighbor who has a loud party that keeps you up, resulting in you giving an ineffective presentation to a client that results in lost business, that results in decreased revenue for you and layoffs of your employees, you see that at the end of that chain, you wouldn't want to be able to have someone say, I can sue my neighbor for the party that kept me up. And here, too, that's the question now that the court has to consider. Is the city of Miami too far detached from the alleged discriminatory practices to be able to actually recover damages. That's Matthew Nelson, a partner at Warner Norcross and Judd, and David Gans, director of the Human Rights, Civil Rights, and Citizenship Program at the Constitutional Accountability Center, speaking to Bloomberg Law host June Grasso and Greg Store. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.